Yeah, we're we're punk rock podcast through and through. We're on the floor. Yeah, we're on the floor of the gym, just handling the mics, not set up at all. It's fine. Like ninety percent of your podcasts out there are like this. So they are. I try it's, to be yeah. like semi-professional, so yeah. people like you know it resonates well. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a work in progress. Got to start know. somewhere. Do you listen to podcasts? Oh yeah. Yeah. Most of the same ones over and over again. Like what? Fighter and the Kid. I'm a big MMA fan, so I mean they really don't talk about MMA anymore. But anything Brendan Schaub, he has like three. King and the Sting, mm-hmm. familiar with that one? Yeah. Him and Theo, Theo's podcast, all that whole group of comedians, like I listen to like all their podcasts. Okay. Nothing really outside of that, just because I don't know. I don't have time. Yeah. I was just telling us, I was telling you about like uh, what paranormal documentaries <laughs> yeah. and like documentaries and shit like that, like series on Netflix and like shit like that. It's like. I can get down for like a minute and then I'm like I just like don't have the fucking time to dedicate like all this shit to like this like series of, like it's not gonna change my life at the end of it mm-hmm. you know what I mean right. like, true crime documentary like my girlfriend will sit on the couch and watch like a true crime series takes like six hours a day like <laughs> like what like what did you get out of that <laughs> yeah like these people died these people are depressed like you're no, that's the thing I can't now. watch depressing like you're I'm, I'm down for a silly goose time and that's it if your if your podcast like silly goose, I'm in. Yeah. I want to laugh and like. But yeah. I, anything else, I really don't listen to. Like, yeah, I, definitely not true crime stuff. I can't do it. Yeah, it just it just it. depresses me. I'm like easily depressed stuff? as it is. Um, as much as I also feel like people assume that I really like serial killer stuff, I'm fascinated by psychology of things. But like, it freaks me out because it also I feel like it puts my mind in a really dark place. Yeah, I just don't like to get there with my, my mind. Yeah, I, I only yeah, I'm not, I don't judge you or anything based on that at all. But I only ask because I feel like a lot of chicks like. I know, that's what I mean. Like, Especially like a lot of like white why, chicks. It seems to be yeah, this what, big what serial is, killer what's thing. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. Listen, why do you think white chicks like true crime documentaries? Do you, I don't, honest, you have any idea? I don't know, but it really seems to be a fascination. Especially with this, um, the when the Jeffrey Dahmer is that? No, was it Jeffrey Dahmer? No, no. who's who's the who's the one that just came out on Netflix that uh, was the, like the, the beautiful Zac Efron. Zac Efron played. Yeah, exactly. Bundy. Thank you. See, like exactly. I can't even like remember yeah. his name. Right. You know, but I don't know what the what the weird fascination is. I don't know. It somehow seems to be like this like weird cool thing too that every I don't know, just kind of freaks me out. Yeah, once it's like once it's like so distant from like when it, people getting killed yeah and then it's like kind of like oh that was kind of cool yeah you know what i mean like that guy was kind of cool like the way he thought and it's, you know what i mean yeah no totally. have you ever heard someone say like hit, talk about hitler oh at my some God. point and they're like well you know it's like hold on i don't i went out yeah, yeah, well, yeah. i don't care. try to try to avoid it at this point in my life but uh that's fair. ruggers was cool yeah no ruggers that ruggers show was you awesome. play was great thank you so much thank you for coming yeah it's, it's weird though the first time i went there um, my friend's band, the Come Tour, it's actually the owner, Scarfo, the owner of the Moose, it's his band. Yeah, and, yeah um, the Come Turds. And uh, Walt, the, the lead singer, I feel like Walt's like my brother, you know, I call him a creative butterfly. And so if he, Walt ever wants to do something weird, I'm always down for it. And he was like, you want to do this like Silence of the Lamb thing and I'm going to you know, you'll be like Precious the dog. And I was like, so I'll bring like lotion and a basket and a rope and some blood. And then I was like looking for like fava beans, but I could only find a can of peas. And I'd never been to Ruggers before. And my friend was bartending and I was like, are you sure it's okay that I do all of this here? And she was like, yeah. And then that was the first time I went there and I was like, this place is wild. It's like rugby and sports guys, but yet 
all the punk rockers are there. Yeah, it's a very strange dynamic. It's cool as fuck, though. Yeah, I like it. it. I like that it's this weird it's tucked away too. mix of people. You kind of got to know where it is. Yeah. You know, you don't get the riffraff in there. I mean, you get the riffraff, but not the real riffraff. No, totally. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah. as I started to get know, to know, like, the local bands here, then I was like, oh, there's, like, Shy from Whorehound and Killer of Sheep hang out there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I was like, like, legit band people are there. So I was like, oh, fuckers. Yeah. That's cool. It's cool that it's part of like the local scene. Yeah. Everything like that. We have a pretty cool local scene, I feel like. Yeah, I think so too. Do you think you're received well in the local scene? I do, actually. Do you feel cool with it? <laughs> I do feel cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I was telling you before, I mean, when I first came back to the States, I was trying to find my scene. Mm. And New York just, I mean, it had been over a decade. So New York now is completely changed from the last time I was there. So as far as like art weirdos and punk rock, I mean, there's still a scene there, but it's just venues are closing and, you know, 1% is taken over and it's very expensive and artists are priced out. And then, and then New Orleans wasn't awesome artists there, but just wasn't exactly what I was looking for. Then I came up here originally to record and then I went to the Blue Moon. I was doing a show there and I was like, oh, walked in, there was a drag queen peeing into a margarita glass and the cops came in and she just waved at the cops and offered them the margarita and they just walked out and I was like Pittsburgh is wild I was like (laughs) I was like this reminds me to Berlin I think I'll stay here no but it's been really it's been really cool and I feel like there's definitely like um there's definitely a dark music scene here I definitely learned that Pittsburgh is like the city of metal yeah, we have a very strong metal scene. Like, scene, super like, strong metal and I hardcore scene. I feel lucky scene. to be here because I grew up on that shit, and that's, like, what I love the most. I love all kinds of music, but we do have a very cool metal scene. Yeah, like, no, it's yeah. actually pretty rad. So I feel like as far as, like, being, like, subversive and punk and metal and, like, harder-sounding music, I feel like this is, like, a super cool city for it. Yeah, sure. And uh, are you from here originally, both of you guys? I am. You? Yeah, yeah, I am. You, you're yeah, born I grew right? up here. Where are you from originally? Yeah. I know you've, we've taught, you've been like everywhere, but I've never asked I was, where exactly you were from. I was born in California, Southern California. SoCal, okay. The Valley. Cool. Nice. Nice. <laughs> like, valley? Like totally, no. The Valley of the Malls. <laughs> right, right, the Mall right. rats. <laughs> okay. So how long were you there for? Uh, till I was 17, and then I went to Connecticut to dance with a ballet company that was really weird for two years. Then I was in New York, and then Berlin, and then New York, New Orleans, Pittsburgh. Sounds like fucking awesome cities to be in, though. Yeah, it's all it's, across the Yeah, world. random. Didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and John, you're like me. You're from here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You haven't lived anywhere else? Not, not well, Cleveland, but yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll skip that. We'll skip, we'll skip over Cleveland. <laughs> that doesn't really count. <laughs> I, dude, I think Cleveland's kind of fucking cool. It's coming us. back now, yeah. I mean, they have it, speaking of strong metal scenes, I have a, actually one dude writes for my website, he lives in uh, Lakewood in Cleveland, and yeah. he's like, they have a really like... That's uh, where I was living. Really? Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's wow. yeah, that's, cool. I went to, well, I went to school out there for like fitness. Okay. So that's where I was living. And actually, we, we there used to be a place called Peabody's Down Under. I don't know that's if you remember. That's the first time I saw Cannibal Corpse. Okay, I was going to say, like, yeah, my yeah. metal band used to play there. Like, we used to open for bands there all the time. They're shit. And, yeah, they closed down since. Oh. But, yeah, yeah, rest of like, the Peabody's, it was the yeah, shit. Yeah, it was the shit. Like, four, what, four stages? Yeah. Oh, wow. So we opened for Devil Driver, opened oh. for, like... Yeah, we used to go down there. No one gave a shit about us, but we were still there. What was your band called? From Within. From Within, Yeah, like, nine years we played. What's, uh, once you give a background on your history of music, because I would love to know. So, Zero Metal. Zero, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, my only metal influence was, like, Soundgarden. Okay. Which is badass. But, like, early Soundgarden. But, like, other than that, my cousin was, like, a, um, 
really good metal drummer mm-hmm. and we ended up doing like construction together and he was oh, just wow. like hey man I know you like play bass or whatever and I'm listening to Sublime and like a little bit of Misfits and like kind of getting into some sort of like punk rock and then like I'm like sure I don't care I'll play anything I'm just a bass player anyway it doesn't really fucking matter I'm just gonna be flicking an open E string so it's all good like yeah. so we started playing together and I just my hair was long it just it just fit made sense yeah it was a very angry time in my life so I was like fuck yeah dude everyone had long I'm like fuck yeah dude yeah so then we started playing and then like got into it and then yeah we just all clicked because like it's my cousin so we kind of had the chemistry anyway of like just at least knowing each other and not being able to like we can say whatever you don't have to like worry about offending somebody like you don't know so that was cool so we had good chemistry we ended up playing writing all our own music and then like had some cool opportunities to open and Got to play Peabody's. That's like Peabody's like five times. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, that's my favorite. All like great. Ever has been at Peabody's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was an cool. awesome place. Yeah, like the first time we played, I think it was uh, Mushroom Head because they they're from yeah, there, so they're, they're always like playing up there. Yeah, so it was yeah. like sold out. There was a line. Around, yeah, exactly. They're like they live down the street. Right. It was like a line of people out. Like the first time we played, like it was like our second show ever too. Okay. We played one show and we were like pretty tight, but like, dude, we pulled up and there's like a line of people. Around. I'm like, holy fuck, this is insane. They ended up playing upstairs in like that room they had up there with like the stripper pole and stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah, and like all the it was just like a red light for people. It was insane. Wasn't it called the Cove, or is that the other? I'm room? not sure. I, I think the Cove was the other room. Was, like, the I played Cove there once too. It was, stage, yeah. The first time like, I saw Wednesday up. 13, I saw them there and played the Cove, and it was fucking crazy. Yeah. People were swinging from like the rafters. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, wow. there's like that balcony yeah, up there. Like. Oh man, this place sounds awesome. It was oh, fucking yeah. awesome. I wish you would have been. It's kind of like a club, maybe like a Laga or something when it used to be around. I don't know if you remember Club Laga. No, I don't. Down in Oakland. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that must have been a long time ago. I'm but 25, so going to Yeah, you probably were like 12. Yeah. yeah when it, when it, I mean, I was like, I was like probably 1920, I think, when they started like closing. I've but, heard of it. Yeah. I've heard of it, but I've never been. But Multi-level, it was badass. That's cool. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And speaking of Wednesday 13, the first time I saw Hot Pink Satan. Oh, was shit. Opening for Wednesday 13. How about that? <laughs> Let's talk about that. That was badass. That was fun. Yeah. I remember that. I remember feeling very on... Fire too. It was great. Yeah. I was like, I was, I had like no preconceived notion of like what you guys were about or anything like that. I just know that it was, I've heard the name and I kind of heard a little bit of like what it sounded like, but it was like, it's opening for Wednesday 13. I mean, I'm there early. I support all the local acts and I was like, fuck yeah. Like, oh, that's really, so just, cool. Thanks. Really, really went for it. it was uh, yeah, great. I know. I remember I was like, that was like the, the nipple tape debacle. Yeah. I learned America always wear electrical tape. <laughs> always wear electrical tape on your nipples in America. That is advice that can be applied to any I just remember like a friend that was helping with the tech, you know, I just saw like everybody's eyes like this, you know, and I was just like, I don't know. It just got to a point where I was just like, well, I don't Whatever. know. We're just going to go for it. <laughs> I mean, it's a shock rock show. You did what you were supposed to do. Exactly. No, it was super fun. That was actually a really fun show. I had a good time. It's always funny, like, especially when you're like the opening acts and you're like the opener you're the local opener yeah. and you know that like too you're like oh, okay so we're gonna get there and then there's gonna be like five drum kits on stage like you know like there's gonna yeah, be like no <laughs> then you're like oh look i have like two inches in order to go so i remember it was one of those shows but and you were the only one that couldn't bring your kit always like, we're just, you're just gonna use you know bring a <laughs> snare if you want and then there's seven other kits on the stage like fuck me yeah no it's always true but that actually that ended up being super fun yeah, I feel like you received really well. I think yeah. everybody was digging it. And it works out that there's only two people in the band, so you don't need that. Yeah, I know. That actually that makes it a lot easier. The band I was with in um, Germany, we had sometimes up to eight people on stage. So that was always a lot. So yeah, with two people. What was that like? That, 
what, what was going on in Berlin? I feel like there's a lot of stories there. Oh, there's a lot of stories in Berlin. What, were, you, were you doing music the whole time? Uh, no, I kind of, I went over there. I'm like gonna try to make this as make the most sense as possible. I went over there yeah, originally the to do like some performance art for um, a film premiere. It was really random that I got over there, and then uh, and it was the easiest gig I ever had. I was there for two weeks. Everything was paid for, and I was oh it was so cool. And then I just remember I met, I think his name was Dan. He was from Amsterdam. And uh, he was Amsterdam. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, that's funny. I didn't think about that. <laughs> but he was originally from New York. And I just remember, he, like, all we did, we, I remember we smoked a lot of weed. And I had two weeks there. And he just kept, we kept running around to, like, promote. And he was like, Molly, he's like, do you understand? He was like, I go to Cairo for the day. And then I come home and my girlfriend cooks me dinner. Like, you have to come to Europe. And I was just like, what? You go to, like, Cairo and you do these things? I don't know, I was just super romanced by all of it. You know what I mean? I was like, this is wild. And like Berlin, everything was like, this was like, um, obviously now it's getting more gentrified and like popular and stuff. But this is when like everything was just like these like open power plants and crazy buildings that are just like in squats, you know, that are turned into like techno clubs and like crazy raves and like art like I'd never seen before. And I remember there was this one uh, punk club where in order to like, and it had like the wildest performances, like performance art and bands, but in order to get down there, you know those like little grates, like sewer grates, you know, that are like right against the wall. Like you would actually have to like shimmy down the sewer grate and like- Like where it lives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, exactly, yeah. where it lives. And then like, and you would drop down there. So I don't know, there's something about like Berlin and I'd never been to like, like when I when I went to New York when I was 18, I was definitely like a little bit of like a club kid. But when I went to Berlin, and it was always about like the costumes and makeup and this like freedom and this crazy world and stuff. But like Berlin, I just had never seen anything like that. So I was there for two weeks, and I remember by the time I did the show, I kept being like, "Do you want me to do something?" And they were like, "No, just just wear an outfit and walk around." And I kept being like, "So like, you just want me to like." wear an outfit and walk around they're like yeah so they flew me out to do that like I just wore like three different outfits and I just like walked around it was great <laughs> you know like you're, I was like this is like a holiday and then I went and then I kind of I went to New York I packed all my things I went back to Berlin and then I was doing lots of performance art and then um and then I started just working with bands like all of a sudden I started like performing with bands so then you mean, I like dance performance yeah dance and weird performance art background? yeah okay. I can't I did like um I was a professional ballet dancer and then I did like okay. jazz and contemporary that and modern sense, yeah. and then um <laughs> no totally and yeah. then and then I just got really sick of it because I didn't I like was like wait I've trained my entire life to have like I'm just regurgitating somebody else's art. That doesn't make any sense. I want to do my own thing. So I got romanced by like burlesque and circus and stuff. And then, um, so I was kind of doing these like wild, they called them kind of like grotesque burlesque or I guess like like weird, like um, I had kind of, I guess sideshowy kind of things where I had this one act where like I suffocate myself with like gaffer tape and lots of stuff with like milk, kind of just like extreme, always throwing myself in like punk rock, weirdo. I love kind of like anti-beauty burlesque. And so um, this one guy, Tobias, he asked me and my friend Kate, he was like, will you do some weird stuff on stage? You know, just kind of like add to like the scene. 
And that moment of performing for two drink tickets and a bowl of popcorn, all of a sudden it turned into we were doing shows and then all of a sudden you show up to a show one day and there's like a line around the building and then all of a sudden we're like a touring band and then we got like signed by Warner. And then we like, so we toured for like eight years and then I'd always work with like different artists like Peaches is based in Berlin. So done some stuff with her. Um, I got to do my suffocation act before Motorhead. So that was cool. No check, check that off the list. You opened for Motorhead? <laughs> they, I was with there's a magician and my friend Sonia that does the, the angle grinders, you know, okay. like the, the flex and she has like a metal thong and it's like, you know, the sparks go everywhere. Yeah, normal shit. And then, uh, of course then, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking last night. Yeah. <laughs> I made up something in my head that I think is what you're talking about. And I don't know why, but for some reason, I had some kooky idea one time on stage to wrap myself up in tape that I have done for years. Now yeah. that I'm now that I'm talking about it, I'm like that is actually really bizarre that That's somehow I've it. made money doing that. <laughs> Did you get to meet Lemmy and Motorhead and shit? Yeah, and he used to hang yeah. out a lot in Berlin. One of his best friends sure. owned this club. That kind of sounds like the club in Cleveland that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's called. It was called White Trash Fast Food. Sadly, it closed, but um, he was always there, and you know, drinking, having a good time. Rest in peace. Right. I know. He went out like they should. Like yeah. He should have. You know. True story. Yeah, I often wonder that because have you seen the documentary about Lemmy? No, I haven't. Just, I think it's just called Lemmy. Like it's a, it's a really good movie though. First, are are you you're a fan of Motorhead? Right? I am. I'm actually now. I'm like maybe I have seen it. Do you it, like Motorhead, Joe? You a fan of Lemmy? I do. I'm not like a fanboy, but I'm I like super into it. Neither no, am I, but yeah. like you you appreciate it so much more after like seeing yeah. the movie about him and just like the way that dude lived and right. This is like the this will tie in nicely to our health and wellness angle too, True. right? It's because like I try to walk that line too. It's like there's something to be said about the dude like Lemmy that like smokes a fucking pack of cigarettes every five minutes and like drinks a bottle of Jack a day and like lived like 65 years like good and then died, you know? What yeah. I mean? Versus like taking care of yourself and not having as much fun as Lemmy and like not doing all that shit and like eating broccoli and like living a healthy lifestyle and then you die when you're 90. Right. You know, there's a fine line sure. between those two things. Yeah. You know? And I don't think you quite have to be, like, a Lemmy-type character to, like, you know, there's something to be said, like, cutting loose and, like, that, like, punk rock kind of badass Some, like, angle of it. balance, yeah, right? Yeah, right? And I, I try to block that line, too, because, like, I can be super healthy in my personal training, like, coach mode, but at the same time, there's, like, it's, like, not cool all the time yeah. either. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Do you find yourself, like, having to, like, walk that line in your mind at least? Or do oh, you yes. want to live that? <laughs> is that a reality that you live? Because I've, you know, you can struggle either way. And, and too much isn't good. You know, I've talked about this on my podcast earlier. So I've had a, I had an eating disorder when I was, like, 18, 17, 18, just from, like, getting into like too good a shape mm. too good a shape quote unquote like nobody's in too good a shape but uh you know and I just like got freaked out in my head about it. I couldn't eat like anything you know and that became anorexia and like mm -hmm. all that shit and I just was like so into fitness that it was like you know I might as well have just been staying in my room doing coke because right. was like I would have looked the fucking same you know yeah. and it was like it's the same mechanism in your yeah. brain you know so and I feel like a lot of people in our industry in the fitness industry can kind of kind of have those tendencies so just wanted to get your thoughts on that because I feel like you guys could have some cool insight on that too. What do you think? Well, I'll go first on this one. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> I've been, sure. so I've been so extreme to the point where like, 
you know, it's, it starts from like an early age, I think. Like, it could be one little comment that you could hear when it just at the wrong day when you're 12 years old and you hear that. For whatever reason, it could stick with you. And it, it, you know, like it fucked me up for like a long time. And I've always been in like relatively good shape because of like wrestling in high school. And I've never really been like out of shape. I've always worked out. I've always been like in the gym in some way, shape, or form. But like right. went from like not wanting to ever be fat. Okay, so then I always like always watching my diet, no matter what. We're out drinking all through my twenties. It was always just like, no matter what, I'm always thinking in the back of my head like, how many calories are in this beer? Even though I'm still doing it, but I'm forcing myself. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and like, then we'll be like, okay, we go eat Wendy's after, and everyone's having fun, and why the fuck can't I just like eat the Wendy's? It's not gonna mm-hmm. kill me. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll be like, now nah, I'm good, and then I'll starve myself, and then I go home. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. and I'm stuffing my face with like, everything in my fridge. So it's really no better. But like it was, just, it's constant, constant. Not until I was probably like 30 years old, I'm 33 now. <clears throat> I started to realize like my body's not going to change overnight. When one double from one Dave's double is not going to do me in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was just like years and years and years and years and years and years. And then like, you know, as far as like an eating disorder, I eat, I overeat, I eat to the point where I'm sick, mm-hmm. and then I purge. Yes, I yeah. purge. I'll, I'll I'll fight with it all day. And then fucking 2 a.m., I'm purging. I'll wake up sometimes in the middle of the night and fucking purge. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still do it. I kind of have control over it now, but, man, like, once I get, like, my brain gets hooked on that, like, dude, I'll go and go and go. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sick. I know I'm going to be sick now. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And especially, like, if you keep your diet so tight, like, I'm sure you try to do it. I I try try to. to, All the time, like, when I have a cheat meal, it's like. I'm not having like fucking two pieces of pizza. I'm eating the whole pizza yeah. and I'm having three beers. I'm yep. gonna be disgusted with my existence. And then we're gonna repeat this in the future. Yeah. Not, not in the near future, but mm-hmm. we'll repeat it. Oh, you know? And it's, um, and I used to do that too, like go out drinking and you know, worry in the back of my head, like how I'm gonna look in the morning and like how I'm gonna feel in the morning and how many yeah. calories are in this and that or whatever. But I'm so like, if I let myself have that double double from Wendy's or whatever, mm-hmm. like that opens the door for me the next day to like eat some shitty for breakfast and like right. just yeah, feel exactly. like and then one thing leads to another and another. Yeah. I'm so much better just like on like a clean path, yeah. you know, one way or the other. That Same, but it gets worse the other way too because if you fucking just eat egg whites and spinach yes. three, four, five, six times a day, it gets and really then, boring. Then, like, not you're not you're not doing what Lemmy would want you to do right you know <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, then I yeah. feel bad in that way too so it's like yeah. fuck no you know? it is it's so funny I mean like it, I mean funny and just kind of like of course we all have similar backgrounds and in fitness because yeah. starting with with ballet I feel like it's not like wrestling you know it's like that restrictive eating. I'm sure it's way worse you know yeah, but, but I get of, I, yeah, yeah you right. know but just like when I like talk to like other people and wrestlers I'm like oh okay that's what it was because it wasn't like oh, I'm trying to look like Britney Spears or a supermodel. It was like, no, like, you want to do this, and this is, like, the weight you need to be. And I remember being, like, 14, and I was dancing with this one company, and we had this, like, whole nutrition seminar, and they were just like, so uh, you could only eat four grams of fat a day. And I just remember, like, calling my dad and just being like, wow, it's really hard (laughs) to eat anything with just, like, four grams of fat a day. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of impossible, you know? But I was, like, young, and I wasn't, like, thinking, like, I wasn't trying to like fuck myself up. Like I was like, I have to do this. But then of course, then like I became super obsessed with like numbers. So like even to this day, I can't know how much I weigh. Like it's on my charts and stuff. Like I got real psycho about it. Like I think my like ballet weight was like, I was like five eight and like 110 pounds, you know? And I was like, 
perfect weight. And now I look back at photos and I'm like, that shit's wild. And also, I do not know how I was able to like train for six hours a day, which is kind of weird. But then um, I feel like I had, and then I remember going, when I was in Connecticut, I was staying on campus, like at the art school. So it was like, I was living this off campus life with the company. And then I remember just coming back to campus. And of course the art school was, the dorms were with like the regular kids. And like, just like you were saying, like, you know, people going out and like drinking and having like fast food and like having a great time and everybody's like laughing and it felt like, you know, like running off into the sunset and doing keg stands and like having this like full life experience. And I just was like, God, like, I just want to be like a normal kid. Like, I just want to be able to like eat food. I'm so sick of like not eating. And also like, I would do the same thing. Like, of course, then like, you know, like eat an entire box of like sugary cereal or like, I don't know, it's like really like weird shit, you know? Yeah, and like, then. Your body craves weird shit when you like deprive it so Yeah, much. Like, which now like makes so much women, sense. You know, they eat like fucked up shit. It's and like the same kind of totally. thing. Totally. And yeah. I'd be like, why mm-hmm. do I feel so bloated? What's going on? And then yeah. I like definitely when I moved to New York, like, I feel like I like rebelled from everything. So it was like a slingshot, which I think I was like so restricted in so many ways that was not good. But then I went to like the opposite extreme and then I like freaked out. Like I was wild. Like I wasn't into like hard drugs luckily or anything like that. Like I, but I was definitely like drinking and like eating whatever. And I was still dancing all the time cause I was still doing jazz and all that. So I always had to like maintain weight but I just remember just being angry about it all the time, you know? And like you were saying, like trying to like figure out a line. And then and then I just was like, God, I'm so like, I was just like, ugh. It just kind of really exhausting worrying about it all the time and being consumed by it. And then, you know, then like you'll look at pictures from the past and you'll be like, wow, I remember that picture. I remember being horrified by it. And now that I'm looking at it, like I should have been really nice to myself because actually it looked great. Right. You know, but then like how your brain gets all twisted. Right. So I try to find now to like find that balance because I, I, I do realize that now, you know, seeing that I definitely have part of me that is like half lemmy and the other part of me that it's sure. half like, yes, like let's measure everything out and be super like then I'll get super crazy. Like I'm going to work out eight times a day and I'm not going to eat anything. And then like then I'll snap to the extreme. So like I find if I try to like find a balance between health and fun, then I can like maintain it better yeah an everyday you know? struggle for me anyway yeah I, God. Mean, I think i think we've just gotten good at it but i got people mm-hmm. out there are like you know that's why i do shit like this and talk about it because i'm sure a lot of people are in the same position you know especially if they're listening to my shit or you know following you guys or anything like that you know you know what's stuff. another fucked up sorry to interrupt no, you i was just thinking about this too another fucked up part about like eating problems is like i never really hear people talk about this either like i know this i went through this for a long time like clothes Oh, yeah. Like buying clothes, dude. You could like, I would go, and there'd be a sh- like a shirt I would like, right? For example, and I would try it on, and I would be like, I would literally analyze every inch of my body in that shirt. I'd be like, fuck, this makes like makes me look like I have a little, like boobs or something, or like, ah, dude, I don't know, like you know, my shoulders like look. This makes my bust like, dude, and I would like, not buy that, and I'd be like, I would just, I would be in a store for like so long trying all this stuff on, and this went on for like years and then I, even when I would finally land on something I'd buy it I would never wear it yeah so my closet was like full of stuff that like I had to purge I mean so thousands of dollars worth of shit it's just right. like I would just be in the dressing room like analyzing my every ounce of me and whatever I was wearing like well these pants this yeah, it's just I, like the little I, I'm like what the fuck is wrong with me 
I hate yeah. it. That's why I, I like just, it now, but I started just like cutting up band shirts and yeah. like you know safety pins. I feel like that punk rock style yeah, like also just came cool. out of like that way I could like avoid that whole process. Yeah. You know, I was just like, oh god. Right. It's <laughs> like always trying to wear like the perfect fit too, like the exact perfect size, like. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I, I wear clothes that like fit me. Now I'm like, fuck this. I'm not even, I don't even want to like, you know what I mean? But I don't even look in the mirror. I don't like looking in the mirror still. I don't like But it, it. like, it, it, it's better for me that way. Mm-hmm. Just stay away from mirrors. <laughs> as horrible as it sounds. I mean, hey, we all deal with it in our own ways, yeah. man. It's yeah. still, it's nothing that ever goes away completely, right. I don't think. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And um, I think music helped me out more than just about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And especially made me realize like, you know, instead of being psycho about your appearance and your diet or whatever just like we were talking about lemmy and shit like just like that's not cool like like music just made me realize that's not fucking cool nobody likes you when you're mm-hmm. like that right. nobody likes the guy that's not eating what everybody else is eating because he's worried about his six-pack that nobody's gonna fucking see anyway <laughs> right and that, that annoys <laughs> me now so like i know like how annoying that was yeah right yeah, it, it takes you years to realize how annoying that you were and then you look at pictures and you're like i wasn't even like i was skinny as shit what was i even <laughs> thinking about like it's so stupid Insane. It, it takes time. Yeah, and the I mean it works the other way too. If you party too much, yeah, and you're like, oh wow, I'm just a fucking drunk dick. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, yeah. that's not cool either. Right. So. Yeah, no, that's true. It's a balance. I think it really helps for me, like to like going to like Berlin because in Berlin, just like the culture there is just so different. I've never lived in a city that was or in a moment because I think it's changing, you know. But oh god, it was so. Such yeah. an anarchist city, you know? Like, you what barely needed, you like. So. Hold on. I'm thinking back. Okay, it must have been a great time. Oh, it was wild. Uh, uh, I think 2004. Okay. And then came back to the States 2015 or 16. I lost track. Everything blurred. But, like, like there's actually, like, a holiday. Like, May Day, May 1st is, like, a holiday for, like, anarchy, which I kept being, like, like. Well, what do you do? And like on May 1st, it's like May 1st. It's like you go down to like the punk rock neighborhood and there's like bands everywhere. Every once in a while, there's like, you know, car bombs, explosions. You'll see someone going like, run, you know, and I'm like, oh, we're just celebrating anarchy. Only, so in, only in Berlin, you know, and like nobody like really needs money. Like you could live off of like a euro a day. But like the attitude there, because there is this like, I guess a little bit of that like Peter Pan, Never Neverland kind of like feeling. Like for me, it was like, I felt like it, it helped me a lot because nobody cares there, but in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could be like anything from like sexuality, gender, you know, or your body weight, your size, you know, you could be like, oh, like, I don't know. And, and you know, like, I don't know, maybe I'm gay, maybe I'm straight, maybe I'm queer, maybe I'm a guy, maybe a girl. And I'd be like, cool. Like, do you want nachos? Like, you do sure. you. Like, and I was like, wow, there's so much freedom in that when people are just like, just, just be yourself. And that's awesome. And then I started, you know, with like the performance art stuff or like Hot Pink Satan, like all that nudity or like excess skin, you know, it it doesn't come out of at all like trying to be, which wouldn't be wrong, but like not wanting to be like really sexy on stage. It's actually because it's like my biggest insecurity and kind of like this idea of like destruction and being more like ugly, sexy and like covered in blood and like tearing things away that was that's super berlin that totally came from that so you know it's just kind of like weird and like also like for myself too i'm just kind of like wow i spent like so much of my life like being uncomfortable in my own skin and doing all these weird things which i realize more and more that i think a lot of people do it but maybe there's a way that i can like 
get this out of my system and find that balance. I think it's a really powerful thing that you just said. Like that's a powerful thought that that's why you do is because it's like your insecurity and you're kind of like purging yourself of that. Oh yeah, for sure. That's like probably super cathartic. Oh for sure, it's super art therapy. You know, (laughs) it's definitely like oh I I feel better. I mean, I do the same, whether that is, uh, if I post a picture of myself for, like, the Death Comes Lifting thing, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to. Like, I'm never, like, the person that, like, wants to show, like, what kind of shape I'm in or, like, anything like that. I don't even, like, like wearing tank tops around, but I do just to show people that you can. Yeah. Kind of in a way, or people that wouldn't like to. Just, if, just be you, but it's, it's hard. So that's cool that you said that, because, uh, you know, it's super genuine that comes across that way. Oh. So you're doing it right. Well, I'm just trying to figure it out. But I think it's cool that, you know, like, especially with all of us and what you're doing to Death Comes Lifting and, and being here, with, you know, because John's the one that let me be here at interview. I remember, like, I wrote him, like, an email being like, so I don't know anything about Averse the Climber <laughs> or what it is, <laughs> but I really want to come interview. <laughs> yeah, for context, we're sitting in uh, the Averse the Climber studio at Elevate in the Strip District. Right now, this is how long have you had this place, Ben? We've been here in the strip yeah. for seventy-one days, 71 around like days pretty close to exactly that. Yeah, nice man. Something like that. Yeah, but we've been in business for I'm not gonna count the days, but it's been like a little over two years total. We were in Lawrenceville, right, you know, for like a year and a half. Some yeah, context. something yeah. like that. So. And uh, yeah. how long have you? Are you the just owner? Co-owner. Yeah. Co- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. How long have uh, you been in the fitness industry doing this shit? And did you always know you wanted to be that, or did you just like like me kind of fell into it? No, I knew. knew <laughs> there was no other option. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 12 years now. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, like when I graduated high school, like I said, I wrestled and stuff because like oh, yeah. I always kind of been into that and I always like kind of hated myself, so I'd always put myself through like the worst torturous like obviously wrestling practice is like the worst thing. It's just something like ballet would be, I imagine, just like torturous you know what I mean like yeah. draining yourself and then like I just I like I like that kind of thing and then when I graduated it was like I worked for a landscape company for like four seasons but every single day again that was just torturous work just I just liked it just getting sweaty just carrying shit around all day just like non-stop work mm-hmm. and then like There's when I'd get out of there about that. yeah exactly right I, I like it just you know not anymore I'm not trying to <laughs> but I'm it's done with that part of my life. Was, but yes, exactly. Yeah. It was good. I was young. It actually kept me. I had to work. I had to be there at like 4:30 a.m. to cut greens. I was on a golf Oof. course, so I'd like cut the greens before like the golfers would come out at six. Oh, wow. So it kept me at 18, 19, 20, 21. It kept me like I had to go to work on the weekends. Me, I stayed out all night. I'd stay out all night and go to work. <laughs> yeah, I would just go. I would just not sleep. But I would like it kept me on the ball, like responsible. I never called off a day in my life. Yeah, I worked there good, for four seasons, yeah, so good like, for you, man. it's just that that I fell into. But like, we do have good work ethic. Usually, if you're a successful yeah, trainer, if you're successful yeah. in the fitness industry, you're usually a good work ethic yeah. from a young age. Yeah. I find anyway, anyone yeah. that's successful at it anyway. So that's yeah. a good sign. Yeah, have to be. Yeah, like, yeah. definitely kept me straight. And like, but yeah, every single day I'd be like, I start thinking like at lunchtime. I'm like, all right, so I was drinking enough water today. I'm gonna, what am I gonna lift today? It was, it was nonstop. Like once lunch came, I'm like all right fuck the rest of the day here like i'm gonna do whatever but i'm all i'm thinking about is like then my workout and at that time very serious about lifting and like mma and stuff like that and like being in those gyms just every single day so then i was like you know what fuck this place i don't want to do this anymore all i think about is a gym so i'm just gonna go get certified so i was like mom 
Can you please send me to Cleveland? <laughs> like, I didn't have any money. I wasn't saving money. So she, like, was like, helped me. You know, she drove me out there. We got, my, like, an apartment with some kid from Pittsburgh that happened to oh, be wow. going to the same school. Um, what school was it? National Personal Training Institute. I think they actually have one in Oakland now. Okay. But they didn't then. It's basically like a six to eight, eight month program. Okay. And you're a lifetime certified trainer. You're like a level whatever, the highest level. It's right off the bat. But it's like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Steady six months through. Um, but you don't ever have to get certified again, which is cool. Awesome. There's no re-up. There's nothing. You're just, you're there. That's dope. And they, they do a lot of business stuff with you and stuff like that too. It was really hands-on. Um, I have mixed feelings on certifications yeah. in general. Yeah. You know. I'm, I'm more like, can you get your hands in there and actually, right. can you do it? The, uh, what I always tell people is I've been certified. I have like a million certifications. Mm. Just to like A lot of it's just for my own personal, like I feel like, yeah. just like to learn and like it's cool just to be a better, sharpen your craft and your mind with yeah. things. I was asked to show my certification one time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one fucking time. And it was for a shitty ass gym that I didn't even want to work at anyway. Right. And like all my private clients, like ever, nobody ever no asked cares. me for shit. Uh-uh. You know, nobody gives a fuck. Won't. And just because you're, I've worked with so many certified trainers that like have bachelor degrees and like mm-hmm. exercise physiology and all that stuff, which is all great. I mean, sure. I love that stuff. I read that stuff. I'm a nerd about it too. But like, they suck as trainers because they didn't, they are not good with people. Right. Yeah. You gotta I mean, be a real person. I it. found out you especially know? like, the best trainers out there are the ones that just kind of like us just worked in gyms got the feel for it got experience then got some whatever just to say like they just so they could have it so they could work yeah dude people that go to school for it i'm not saying like it's wrong or it's bad but like people that have degrees in like exercise science stuff like that unless you're going to be like a dietitian or there's something like work in a hospital or something more serious like you don't it's as pointless as just having a random you know Mm -hmm. because you were in school the entire time you weren't hands-on you weren't out there working in the field learning not to do sleeping through your appointment in the morning feeling like an asshole like you didn't do all that stuff you know what I mean yeah so it's like you're no better than just that random person that you know I, I've asked people for again one or two who have just to know if you were a trainer if you said yeah you had it I'm like okay cool I trust you you wouldn't have said yes if you didn't that's all I really need do you know what I mean yeah right most people just want you to hold them accountable exactly anyway yeah you know, they don't care whether you pass your shit or not they're right just they're like yeah hey, you're here and you're gonna i'm gonna pay you and this right. just makes my ass get here and work because you want me to or yeah. expect me to right and that's like i feel like that's like 80 mm-hmm. percent for most the general population you know i mean the best motivators like you i mean all of our coaches here it's like how many of us are certified like about three or four out of like the eight mm-hmm. but it doesn't it's just exactly why it does not matter and no, it doesn't. I was, telling, I was telling John that when I I had, like, an anxiety attack on tour and I just needed to, like, change everything and I, like, signed up to, like, get certified. But I feel like I already knew when I was doing that 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 was more of, like, kind of making an agreement with the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you yeah, feel like cool you need to, like, that. put mm-hmm. that energy out there in yeah. order for it to, like, come back. But, like, and whatever, exactly, like, glad I did it, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, you know, it is kind of... I can totally understand because it would be like all like the, the Facebook like support groups for studying, you know, which I just immediately ignored. But um, like I was like, wow, I was like, this, this could be like so random. Like I feel like there was like a lot of people that were just like, oh, I don't exercise and I'm not into fitness at all, but this sounds great and yeah. I'm going to get certified and then, 
that's that you know and then like I even did like the whole like because I didn't know I was going through like a life like you know transition thing and so I signed up for the whole thing like you know once you pass your test like we'll we'll place you in a gym and you know and then you get like you'll get hired and I was walking by like one of those big gyms the other day and I was just like oh my god like I am Mm. well aware what my and I'm learning, of course, but at this point, I'm pretty like aware of myself and strengths and weaknesses. And I was like, oh my God, if I was just like, I feel like I would die if I had to just like go and like walk out on like a commercial gym floor and be like, hey guys, like, you want to train? I was like, this is oh, not, weird, yeah. this is not me. I would not be good at that. I feel like I would last for probably about 48 hours and I'd be like, and then I'd also be like, what did I do? I just got certified and I hate this. This is not what I want. I feel like it's like, I feel very lucky that I happened to send that email and that with Elevate and this has all worked out because I just feel like if this hadn't happened, I would have gotten certified and then I would have felt really lost mm-hmm. in like what to do in the industry. And that really is the difference here. Like, <clears throat> I really don't know a lot about how other boutique fitnesses run. I know enough about the main ones, you know, we, we pick and choose kind of what we what we do and what works. Obviously, you know, it's a copycat legally, just like anything. But sure. as far as like, you know, where I came from, works too. exactly. Sorry, I'm not to interrupt you, but like that's why so many gyms produce yeah. so many different results because it's just finding something you like. Right. Right. So if you stick yeah. to it, it'll work. Yeah. Hmm. Nothing works if you don't. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. But it's anyway, like coming yeah, from that, like you. what you're talking about, like, and I'm very thankful for it. It was like eight years I spent as a manager of a gym. Not quite that big, but like a, a big, a big name, mm-hmm. and um, it's the same thing. You end up sitting like you're on the floor. You're like, you know, you're approaching, and it's fine because you have to do it. You know, when you're young and like whatever. I'm like fully aware that someday this is not what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be having my own place doing what the fuck I want to do. But like, man, that just wears you down. Like after like literally, you know, my eighth year sitting there when I knew that was coming to an end, I was like. Had mixed feelings. I'm like, man, I can finally kind of go. I'm like, I'm ready to do what I want to do now. I'm ready to like forge my own way here. Be done with this bullshit. Be done with like selling memberships to people who aren't going to use them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like the worst feeling. At, the, at some point in the beginning, it's like cool commission, but then it's like you're spending how much? Mm-hmm. Like your whole family, you're signing them all up. Okay. <laughs> my God, like I'm dead inside from this. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm literally there. You become that like, and you're at a gym. That is not what you did this for. So like, you know, when we got involved with this, it was like, we didn't want instructors that had that. We don't give a shit if you were, we wanted just performers. And Molly like obviously fit every bit of that. We wanted people, performers, dancers, like, you know what I mean? That's exactly what we wanted New to help motivate good people. personality, yeah. good motivation. That's, yeah. Especially in a setting like this, when it's like a class type exactly. environment, that's, yeah. you know, that's everything. You so know? if you just go hire some trainer, how's that gonna work? You get Molly, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. has all this energy and all this like background and all this stuff, and then you have some guy who just got me, right? yeah exactly <laughs> some dude that just got tr- certified and he's a he's a trainer or whatever i'm not saying it's, that's a bad thing but it's just like we go for that or that i'm going for that molly like i'm pointing at molly. Um, <laughs> molly but that's just that's what you want you want that personality you want that person that's a motivator like Absolutely. exciting to be around like just different man you know it's weird it's different it's weird how it goes but yeah, yeah. and you kind of figure it out i got lucky that i never had to do the whole like uh well, I did do it, the mainstream kind of gym, mm-hmm. personal trainer on the floor, selling programs, doing that. But I was just, I never got into this, and I'm sure you didn't either, to make, like, I didn't think that I was going to make money. 
you know, I was certainly like, not. I was, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna be the guy that's like selling you a program just to like make money. I like legitimately got in because I wanted to help people, and I mm-hmm. felt like I helped myself get out of the eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh fuck, I don't really know what else I'm doing in life besides listening to music, so I'll do this and try to help people too. So I was always just totally like unapologetically myself, and mm-hmm. just like didn't want to like. They hired me anyway, but I didn't conform right. to like what they wanted me to do, and. Obviously, I didn't last long because they're running a business, and I was a kid. Didn't yeah. Give a fuck. Now I would approach it a little bit differently, but the relationships you foster with people, especially clients, when and fitness and shit too, when you uh, are like yourself, and like means so much more than just selling to somebody, mm-hmm. and like those people won't stay on, or they you know you'll make your commission check and then never see them again or whatever. Right. But like, well, my first private client. I got from that gym and sh- she was like you know what you're so fucking cool fuck this place I don't want to pay them half of like what um, what you're getting I know you're getting $20 from this session and I'm paying like 60 or whatever right and she said just come to my house and I'm like you know nothing weird she was totally cool yeah. she's, I, she's a, a dear friend and client to this very day and that was like eight years ago That's that was awesome. my first client and then from there I just build up clientele that way just yeah. by being yourself and legitimately wanting to help people so that's what happens to a lot of you people. Know, it ends up going that route, and then it ends yeah, up. Like, it's super gratifying. That yeah, way, yeah. You know? So, but then you realize you're like, oh damn, I can make all that money. Right. Instead of twenty percent of it <laughs> for doing double the work. Yeah. Like it's just insane. Doing what they want you to do. So yeah, yeah that's why why I you know told that little story because mm-hmm. I didn't don't ever want to dissuade anybody from getting into the fitness yeah. industry for thinking mm-hmm. about it because there's plenty of mm-hmm. things to say that are negative about it, but yeah. you can be yourself and kind of follow your own moral compass and do what you want to do and be super successful too yeah and on that note too I would say like if you're like what you're 25 yeah I would say anyone over the age of 25 trying to get into it I would definitely like stay away from those big name gyms and that whole thing because Mm -hmm. you're never going to make money that way if you're you're a young guy and you get experience or young girl get experience (coughs) that's cool it's like cool if you can make $20 for a session it's like hell yeah right you're 20 years old make it that's great but that very quickly that's not going to Unless you're a manager somewhere, you can actually get, like, I was lucky enough to be able to, to do that. Mm-hmm. So I never really had that issue because I, you know, I always had, like, a salary or something else that I wasn't just making that per session. Mm-hmm. But, dude, that's, that's rough, man. Yeah, you can't, you just can't do it. You just simply cannot live off of it. You never will be able to, you no. know. Yeah, and the, the hours are tough, too, man. Because mm-hmm. like yeah, you have to work thing. early mornings and late evenings when everyone else isn't working. Right, and then during the day, you kind of, like, hope you have enough clients to fulfill right. your schedule where you're, like, uh, you know, sitting around. Fucking I hope eating. you don't live too far from where your gym is because <laughs> then you're going to be sitting around all day wasting money on food. Right, eating your ground turkey. Exactly. You're bored all day spending money. Yeah, going up. Yeah, yeah, you know how it is, I man. do, I've been doing it for it's years. It's like being on tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Or, man, we were talking about this before the we started recording. There's a ton of parallels between that and fitness. And oh, that, yeah. You know, there's the people even trainers or a lot of them are musicians that have never been exposed to you know underground music I think oh know. my god actually I remember I was thinking about it and um with the the one band Bonaparte because you know none of us had any money so to like join a gym or something in Germany like wasn't gonna happen you know what I mean it just mm-hmm. that wasn't happening so like uh we had this one tour where we did 35 shows in 35 cities in 35 days like it was wild and uh 
we were all losing our minds a little bit and then oh, I, and then like and you know and I called them like the coffins because like you feel like on the tour bus you're just like you close the curtain on this like little coffin and you're like sleeping and like it's weird and it's always gets stuffy you know like you're never sleeping right of course you're also like with the bands you're you know living the Lemmy life at night and then you wake up in the morning and you're like I don't know where I am yeah, yeah. and then you're like checking your phone like who has texted you who hasn't like you're losing your mind so then um and then a bunch of the, I, it was like me and one other girl and it was like 15 dudes. And so we started, uh, we were talking, everybody was like, what do you think like we should like work out when we get to the venues? Because everybody was feeling it. Like I was feeling cuckoo, crazy. And I was like, and that's when I realized, I was like, oh my God, yeah. Like as much as I feel this like release with like stage performances, I was like, right, like working out, like that helped our insanity, like our, our anxiety. And actually we ended up, um, downloading because uh, in Europe and I just wasn't on the radar but we found Sean T's insanity workouts mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, like yeah. no those was hey, man, that should work <laughs> no but like we downloaded yeah. it and like so we would like we had this like whole thing that we would like you know we'd like get somewhere at like 10 a.m. load out and then it would be like all the crew from the venue looking at us like we were just like insane and like you know we would set up the computers and there was like you know 10 of us doing Sean T's insanity <laughs> but yeah. like but that kind of just like started it and that's when it was like, and then all of us would like feel okay. Like, you know, like somehow you felt like more like a normal person, yeah. your brain felt better, you worked out, you had this like community feel of doing it, like doing it together. And it wasn't like ballet or like wrestling or like I hated it the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to throw myself through a window. Like I actually looked forward to it, yeah. you know? It's the most effective form of therapy. But <laughs> Way cheaper than a therapist. Well, it's, 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 it's so true. That's when I really started realizing. I was like, oh, there is a direct correlation to all of this. It really is, huh? Yeah. And then, you know, then we kept each other motivated. I mean, a lot of the guys stopped doing it, but I kept doing it because I was feeling crazy and I was going through a breakup, too. So I was like, aren't we going to do way. insanity? <laughs> We're going to do insanity. <laughs> when I started, I was just super into bodybuilding. Is that what you were too? Most guys. Yeah, like it's that. usually that's yeah, the first. The that's, first. That's usually the first yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I thought like my uh, my future plan was like, oh, I'm just, I'm just gonna be Mr. Olympia and just like <laughs> get me live off sponsorships and mm -hmm. I'm just gonna work out and eat for like the rest of my life and it's gonna be fine. Did you watch Ronnie Coleman's The Day yeah. in the Life or whatever? He's eating eggs and grits. Grits. To yeah, this day, that. one of my yeah. favorite meals. Yeah. Eggs. It's the best. And grits, the cheese on top yeah, of it, melt. Yeah, Hot sauce. Right. Oh, that's delicious. And the biggest bowl you can. Just yeah, like Ronnie amazing. Coleman. I love that shit. I like to do that with, uh, I do oatmeal, eggs, protein powder, whatever kind of like, even almond butter, cashew mm. butter, any of that shit. Yeah. And then cinnamon and berries. I just mix it up into a oh, mush yeah. and just yeah. house it. Like, I, I could eat it three times a day. Oh, yeah. 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 I, uh, that's how I prefer my meals. Like, just like just a big all mush, those healthy yeah. ingredients and just mush them together. Oh, I love it. Just, I mean, yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. gross, but it's like the best. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what are your, uh, go-to workouts like today like what's your preferred workout style so besides besides <laughs> what you have well basically my cardio especially in the winter is is climbing versatile climbing um yeah. and then i try to do i try to weight lift like three days a week and i do like full body you know what i mean so like that's pretty much my winter but when the second spring comes i'm on the, my mountain bike 
Okay. With my bros. You like to go out? Do <laughs> Two, three days a week, like road? hard. We're into it. No we'll shit, go out right? west if we can. Dope. Shred road trips. Like it's it's a thing. I've never tried it. I'd like to. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. Get into it's it now. It's about the year I got into it. Twenty four, twenty five. Okay. Yeah. It changed my life. It changed my life, dude. Good. Yes, it did. It took like me to places that you would never been able to go otherwise. Like it'll take you miles into the woods in the in the middle of Utah, where you why would you ever be there on foot? You couldn't. You can cover 30 miles, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I'm really grateful for that and like community and like, you know, I got into racing a couple years ago. It's just kind of like not my scene, too serious. Mm. But like, it just took me to a whole nother level of like getting into fitness where I could actually like, that's actually kind of what changed me is like being able to like, we're riding for beers today, guys. Cool. Gotta earn those beers. It's always like, that's how we talk when we're riding. Like the second we get on the pedals, it's like, dude, I can't wait to have that burger after. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah. And then we're all partying after. So it, that really changed my like, fitness routine into that like yeah like we're working for beers right now and that's that's okay you know i feel like that's if you if you know what you're doing anyway that's a natural progression out of like the whole bodybuilding mindset of fitness Mm -hmm. and now it's like i'm trying to unlearn and undo all the muscular imbalances that i caused myself (laughs) doing that shit and i just train for like functionality and yeah yeah yoga and all that stuff yeah i never would have thought of doing that yeah when you're 18 you know? No, no. So, uh, yeah, that's You don't cool, even stretch man. when you're 18. No, hell no. You're not no there's no stretching. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. nothing at all, yeah. And now I wake up in the morning and I literally have to, like, sorry for my feet smell. I literally have to, like, yeah, <sighs> yeah. like stretch my Achilles out and stuff because if I, like, I'm so tight. Yeah. Like, it takes me, it'll take me months of do, doing yoga because I used to do yoga a little bit, like, a couple years ago, but it takes me, it'll take me months to, like, actually get flexible again to the point where I'm not stiff and in pain. Mm. Just from, like, years of not stretching yeah. and squatting too heavy and right. deadlifts yeah. too heavy. I try to just undo all that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going well, but I feel like it's a natural progression, like I said, yeah. if you're like, you know, you've been in the fitness game for like a while and it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that shit's for when you're young and now it's like for movement and quality and yeah. longevity right. and like your joints and shit. Like, and I try not to, like, yeah. I try to, so, like, so much to not work out for looks. Like, I like aesthetically, I don't want to be like, okay, well, I'm going to get ripped if I do this for three weeks. I'm going to be like, all right, if I just eat reasonably, I'll feel better, okay? Mm-hmm. Then I can actually go in and do my workout because I feel like it. And then I'm going to feel better because I worked out. And then I'm going to try to keep that going until that mountain bike ride and I drink seven beers after. And then I fall asleep. And then, you, you know, I'm a little hungover, whatever, feel weird. But <laughs> for the most part, you know. You're a more balanced, healthier person. Yeah. 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 Because you think about the time. I mean, I think about the times in my life where I was in the most shit shape uh, mm. least amount of body fat i was probably the most unhappy exactly oh yeah oh yeah. yeah it's amazing how that's a direct correlation most people you know? don't realize that yeah you know, or people come to you with like you know a magazine photo of somebody uh-huh. in really good shape like i want to look like that I'm like do you realize that person's about to die yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they don't look like that every day <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a yeah. lot going on there that you don't see and yeah. they're photoshopped you know it's yeah, exactly like, it's there's like there's too. so sure. much yeah. like happening sure. yeah and, and mostly miserable what about you molly what's your go-to workout routine well, now being here, I know you teach the first. You better yeah. say it, Molly. I, you yeah. know I'm just that. Yes, I <laughs> the pressure's on. No, actually, I really love the. I know I'm always like it sounds like I drank the Kool Aid, but it's true. I love the climber because I, from all the years of ballet, I have terrible knees, and for cardio, has always been really rough. And I blew out my back, which is why I had to stop dancing. So actually, having something with like the zero impact, like that's been a game changer cardio-wise for me. Like I was always like, I feel like a very like typical chick that was like on the elliptical for like 75 minutes, you know? And then I'd be like, wow. And like, and then I'm like, I don't feel like I did anything. 
You know, like you're just like, I'm doing endless cardio and nothing's happening. So for me, actually, the Versa Climber has been great. And also with my crazy brain, like I can also like track my steps. I know like 30 minutes that I'm good. And then um, before I came here, I got really into um, kickboxing, which kind of led me into like getting into like boxing, which I was kind of surprised about because I've never really had like the most amazing upper body strength. But once I started doing kickboxing, I was like, oh, it makes sense. It's kind of like dancing and boxing's like dancing, you know, like how it's numbered, you know, like one, two, three, four, and like kind of like the slips and ducks and like, and then with, um, then with kickboxing, you know, of course it's like with dance also like you know like the kicks in the roundhouses you know i'd be like wow i can do this really high but um so it was great for like my like you know getting stuff out but also just like felt awesome and with boxing and kickboxing i feel like that's a workout that like i was telling john like his class it always goes by so quick because i feel like your brain is really focused in like the combination and like the punch rounds so it's just like somehow it's like a workout for me that like my brain is actually empty for that time frame that I'm only thinking about what's going on, and I love that. Like, I feel like it's a great brain break, you know? I, I think there's no better workout for conditioning than like an MMA or boxing oh, workout. Yeah. Even if you don't really know what you're doing, just hitting mm-hmm. the heavy bag and like working on your footwork, like, yeah. there's hardly anything better for that, I right. think, you know what I mean? Then, um, I, I've been trying to uh, get into te- teaching that more, so I incorporate that into some clients' routines, and they, they, I always love it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think anybody, like, yeah. You know, yeah. At least after they might hate it when they're doing it or something. Right. But like when you're done, it's like, wow, yeah. that was fucking awesome. I know, like primarily before we started Elevate, I was still training, <laughs> doing like a lot of one on ones, and almost primarily I was doing MMA training, just like soccer mom MMA. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I would yeah. literally, like, it would be round kick, round kick, round kick, round kick, twenty per side, switch sides, round kick, round kick, and it would be like that type of shit, and everyone loved it, dude. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved it. It's awesome. Yeah. And it makes you makes builds your confidence. Yeah. I was gonna say, I yeah. feel like right. it's like immediate gratification, you know? Yeah. Like each kick, each punch, you're like, oh, yeah. oh, I can, okay, yeah. I'm doing this, yeah. right, yeah. If somebody like, you asked know? you what you did at the gym, they fucking threw kicks, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and I'm like that, like, I'm yeah. like that, that coach, like that, maybe that NFL coach that never played in the league, yeah. but like really knows his shit. Right. Like I can teach like kickboxing movements so well. That was never like, I mean, I trained for a couple years, but I was never like, never competed or anything like that. I was never great. I just enjoyed it. Makes but like when good. I, in my head, I can, I can teach someone how to throw around, like, you know, somebody that has never done that before, how to throw a round kick really good. And like, you know, teaching a lot, of, like a lot of women, a lot of my clients were women. It was like, you know what I mean? I can teach mm-hmm. them in one or two sessions how to throw a solid round kick. And it's like, hell yeah. You yeah, know, that's awesome. Yeah. They dig that shit. That's cool, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you weren't, uh, you know, discouraged from teaching it just because you were never like that great. In, yeah. In Cause yourself, you know, you know, yeah. but sometimes, especially as trainers, like, there's a uh, this little insecurity that could go on like I'm not really big enough to be mm-hmm. t- teaching this dude how to get big or, right like, well that was always that was always to, me yeah. yeah yeah you know but if you really know your shit and you're confident in it yeah. then you the results speak for themselves yeah because that's yeah. like an art that takes years and years and just training with guys that are way better than you and just getting your head slammed in the mat for years just keep mm-hmm. going back because you just love suffering for some reason hey, man, it's a perfect it's metaphor great. for life yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. learn it that way right, right. yeah, yeah. And, uh, what, what do your guys diets look like these days What's it gonna look like tonight? Okay, so so we got the McGregor fight tonight. Yes, I was gonna bring that up. Are you gonna rent that? I am. It's already rented on my ESPN app. Um, We're gonna have deer heart tacos tonight. You got first of all, cowboy. We'll get back to that. I got cowboy tonight. Okay. Yeah, McGregor's looking a little thick at 170, but he's looking good. 
I think nice and wide. Not, I think he's too comfortable with Rich. He's too comfortable with that 178. It's not yeah, his weight. He's too comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys, yeah, that's Cowboys weight. He, he still looks, blood. Yeah, he looks yeah. shredded at 170. Right, Molly? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Because at first I was a total McGregor fan. Also, my middle name's McGregor. So Is it really? Just, yeah. So Whoa. I just felt really like, you know. And I like the fact, I like you know. I, I like the shit talking. Yeah. I like it. You know it. what I mean? I'm so I'm just it. like, you know, I like it. Yeah. But like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what you Here's what I did. Yeah. I like the Yeah. I'm a huge Cowboy fan. And here's, here's mostly why. Because he had a dip in during the one interview. And he's sitting out there and he rode his Harley to the weigh-in. Yeah. You know, and they're interviewing him. He has a dip in. And they go, McGregor was like, you know, saying, like, you, you fight like you're stuck in the mud. And he goes, spits. And then he goes, we ain't fighting in the mud, are we? And I was like, all right. All right. That's my new favorite. That's my new favorite. I always liked him, but, like, okay. <laughs> spits, spits. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude. Yeah, and that's going to be a good show. In the press conference, the funniest thing, he goes, yeah, McGregor's been not... You know, he's been sober through this entire camp because he has his own whiskey company. Like, and he goes, he's like, yeah, Donald, uh, have you been staying away from the booze? He goes, no, no, no. Like three no's. I was like, yeah. But just like, that's the dude you want to like root for. Yeah, yeah. no, that's you know I mean? true. Yeah. That's true. But you know, who knows? Probably get his ass beat, but. Hey, you never know. Either way. You never know. Yeah. I'll be, uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch it tonight or not. If I can find somewhere to go, maybe. Yeah, I'll you find a, going on, but, um, find a link somewhere. Yeah, I might. I've never had good luck. I just buy it. Yeah. I, I tried. I might end up doing that. I tried so to cheat. I might it. say, fuck it. I'm going to watch the highlights tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> just stay off your phone and try to watch, like, try to watch one of those YouTube ones that comes out, like, yeah. four hours after. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That might happen. Where the camera's kind of, like, <laughs> it's like you get his knee. It's like, the movie theater. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be cool. Yeah. Sure. But anyway, we, did we say Elkhart tacos? Uh, did I say Elkhart? I meant deer. Well, deer. Yeah, deer. You might have said deer. Yeah. I just might have well, said I was probably thinking out. Rogan's. There you go. You know, but. Uh, Where do you get deer yeah. heart at? Uh, my friend hunts, and he always has like. Oh, shit. Dude, that's wow. awesome. That's the move. I wish I had a friend that hunts. I know. I, I want to get into <laughs> it at some point. I know. <laughs> I know. And he kills like several deer a year. It's always like. But that's awesome. Yeah, because like I like totally like like and respect like yeah, hunters yeah. and like getting your own meat in that way. But I just like don't want to. I know do I can't. It. It's I hard for me. It's I hard. I can't get into it. The, the older I get, I'm more okay like with how it goes and like how respectful like at least the good hunters are. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're like he's like dude man you know like I I got emotional and it's like yeah I would too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd be me. I'd be out there bawling my eyes out. And oh, I'm my like, God. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Well, that I got food. Great. I love game meat. I love eating all that stuff. Yeah. 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 But, you eat yeah. all that in your, in your normal diet? Or whenever you can? I eat eggs every day. I mean, probably six a day. Mostly just because ease of, like... Mm -hmm. I love eggs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. My cholesterol's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's the thing, too. That, you know, cholesterol and fat doesn't really right, raise it doesn't, your cholesterol right, and right. make you fat. That's right. all sugar and booze. And but, however, I do eat a little bit of sugar right now, so I'm trying to stop. Okay. That's why I asked you for a large shirt. Okay, cool. <laughs> Typically, like, a medium, but... What kind of sugar are we talking about? Well, we have a bowl... Of, well, we had a pinata hanging from this. Was that full? It was. Oh, so you uh, eat the straight-up, like, bullshit sugar, like candy. Oh, like, absolute no bullshit. Not, a, like, when it's, when it's there, dude, I'll... And we have a bowl of it downstairs that was Kit Kats in there. There was Twix, like the minis. Oh. So then I think I ate eight, like, mini Twixes <laughs> this morning when I was making that thing. But that's, like, you know, once I have one, I'm like, like I, I said, can't it stop. opens the gates. Yeah. Right. But then uh, after the first one, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to go to the gym before the fight later. Cool. So that's whatever. <laughs> Taking that with me. That's never going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, okay. yeah, so definitely yeah. Uh, not vegan. No, no, but... I, you know, I, I tell you, like, primarily, I don't eat a lot of meat, really. But it's okay. not, I don't know, I just feel, 
okay just eating like a little bit of meat there'll be days where i don't eat any meat yeah, me you know what I mean, I, I don't know. I like to just keep it well balanced. Yeah, that's what I always say. Yeah. It's like you know, everybody wants to know what kind of diet you follow. I'm just like, how about this? It's just a balanced diet. Yeah, just eat everything and you know what makes you feel good. No, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, I try to eat quality meat when I can. Out. You know, but I, I do buy like organic eggs and I eat a lot of eggs. So that's like yeah. my main my main staple. So I definitely eat a ton of eggs. What do you eat? I eat tons of eggs. Lots of lots of blood, lots of veggies. I will say that like like. Uh, I'm the worst about like cooking for myself, you know, so I need to like I'm like that chick that I'm just like Oh wow microwavable Brussels sprouts in a bag like, you know, yeah, and I know that's like, you know I know I should be making them by myself, but like for me, it's always so like cool. Convenience I really I do have like a thing with Brussels sprouts like I love them and I'm very sorry that they have such a bad rap It's just I just I, I, love I think they're like the coolest thing ever and then um, I'll eat like lots of like I'll try to like make like some stuff of like brown rice or quinoa or something like that like for the week sometimes I don't do very well with that I eat probably meat I feel like I don't eat meat that much also just even like growing up my family never ate I feel like we would have like steak like once a month okay. but like it wasn't it was just like like you said it's just kind of like how my body feels like I just feel like I sometimes have it don't mm-hmm. I feel like um if anything I try to like really like seafood like fish or something mm-hmm. I feel like also with like budget that's always a thing too with eating well. It's always like budgets, but like if I can, like it would always be like salmon or I really like salmon. I love lobster. I know that's like high in cholesterol, but that's like my favorite food in the world. I think you're fine. <laughs> I really like shrimp. I'm like now I'm just gonna talk about all the food that I like. That's I'm good. like I'm not a like for sweets. Like I'm like if I eat sweets, I'll be like oh I like this. But for me, like my Achilles heel is well, we like, like dip, right? salt. Yeah. So yeah. like for me, it's like, do I have a popcorn maker at home? Yeah. yeah. Like do like you know it's like man I love popcorn and it's an air popcorn maker. Yeah, man. You know, and it's definitely like it is a little bit boring, but you know at least it regulates me. Yeah. But like for me, like my guilty pleasure was like you know like going to the movies. I go to any movie just so I can eat popcorn, mm-hmm. and I love nachos. Like, yeah, I'm definitely like like, like salty. Yeah. My current, <clears throat> my current thing is like you go to Aldi, right? Yeah. Do you go to shop at Aldi at all? Yeah. Well, they have like their um, it's like Greek yogurt, like feta dill dip or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Parmesan, whatever. Oh, okay, I got you. Dude, and they have these cauliflower nachos. They're like nacho seasoned cauliflower chips, and I'll yeah. eat an entire, entire bag of those. On my way home, it's yeah. like a twenty-minute drive from the Aldi to my house. So I'll eat a whole bag of those, and then that whole thing, and then I'll even eat, bust into a second one of those. That's so that's like my go-to. Good for you. I get Three it. or four nights a week when I leave, I. And Aldi, you know, they have like you know like Amen. the seasoned fish. You know, it's just like oh, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. the first time that I went there, it's so vacuum sealed that I was like, oh my god, is there not even Saran wrap on this? But you know, but you can get it for like four or five bucks. You yeah. know, so like I always kind of feel like that's the thing too. It's just like yeah. You know, if I had a million dollars, like, sure, you know, I would eat all this really fancy mm. food all the time. Like, there's a juice place by me yeah, that's, so like, hard. so nice, and the people that work there are lovely, like, you know, but I'm just like, this is not in my budget, you know? Ain't cooking this good, man. It is. You're right. So, it's hard. It is hard. It's a, it's, a, it's a balance, yeah. I definitely try to, when I eat meat or eggs and things, like, buy, like, the free-range eggs. And yeah. Like, if I eat meat, make it, like, grass-fed and stuff. But, yeah, to sustain that, like, in budget-wise, it's, it's tough, but, you know... I also don't drink that much, mm. so like I kind of justify like the money I used to spend on getting fucked up. I yeah. kind of put into like health and wellness these days, but yeah, it's no, all, it's, it's all everything's a balance. It goes back to that, no matter what. I feel like totally. You know? 
I try to like I try to like like also like I guess we were all saying too that it's like you know you just feel better when you're eating well Mm -hmm. you know because exactly we don't go into those like weird lurches in our brains and like about our bodies and stuff but um I try to like keep it a friendly balance too so like if I know like things are coming up or like nights where I know like everybody's gonna be eating like I'm like I'm not gonna be that girl anymore that's like no I'm I'm fine I'm gonna get like a club soda you know so like I try to like balance it out pretty well but I feel like in general really healthy my boyfriend's also an athlete you guys both met him so that that also makes it easier so when we get to like cook together it's Mm -hmm. like eating good stuff but he was also a wrestler too so I feel like we we also like have like similar places too like having all that restricted eating so well so I feel like we always have a very like constant conversation about that you know like your your tendencies with that you know so, uh, besides the Death Comes Lifting playlist, what's your favorite music to work out to? Oh, boy. What's your go-to? Huh. Like, now it's so confusing, so I've been, well, now everything sounds like Versa Climbing music when I listen to it. It's so funny, I was listening to, on my walk over here, I put on something that I haven't, I haven't listened to Radiohead in forever. I used to love Radiohead yeah. so much, but I just put on Radiohead Kid A, because I was like, man, I just need to listen to something, like, completely opposite. I don't know. Yeah, you I'm, have to conquer the world, you have fucking one song to put on. Okay. Or one band. Easy. See, we're locked and loaded. Wow. Queen. Queen, yeah. Don't stop me now. Or just like... <laughs> <laughs> there could, there's a plethora. Any, any of them, just Queen. Queen. Yeah, I'm on a big Queen kick right now. It's been a while. Queen's, Queen's legit, man. It's been about yeah. six-month kick. There, it's hard to argue anything against Queen. I know. Even, know. even, even if you don't love them. I mean, I've been arguing with my friends that they're the, the greatest band, and I've, we've been getting into some heated arguments. Like, there's no way this is not the greatest band of all time. You know what I mean? I mean, that's hard to argue. I mean, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not, like, Ze- I'm a Zeppelin guy. Like, my number one is Led Zeppelin, just of all time. Yeah, I love Zeppelin. The Queen, yeah. no, they're pushing it. Exactly. Especially after, like, the, the documentary came out, the Freddie Mercury, like, the movie. The and then I watched that, and I went, event. like, even deeper in it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what a wild man. Yeah, no, so That's my true. favorite, like, j- mostly because of him and, like, his, like, weirdness and, like, the whole thing. It was, like, whoa. Oh, yeah. This dude really is a freaking genius. Like, yeah, and then no, you start listening true. to his lyrics differently, and you're like, "Holy shit, man!" Oh yeah, he's, yeah. Say, he's on another level. Yeah, sure. and you have to like that, those bands like that. Like, you think that's that's a punk rock motherfucker right there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, on the outside, if you're just looking at like their albums and their popular songs, it's like, oh, Queen. But if you really dig in, it's like, damn. Yeah, man, for yeah. sure. And it, you know, I like. Uh, I think people often accuse me of like only liking like underground like metal and shit like that. Yeah. Model, but like my favorite bands are Bowie, yeah, Zeppelin, right, Sabbath, yeah, Misfits. I mean, the most mainstream bands yeah. are, are in that circle. I mean, are obviously the, always the most genius and right. you know inventive and punk rock as hell. Like I, I don't think many people more punk rock than David Bowie. Oh, no, yeah. not not at all. Yeah, music is not oh, yeah. punk rock. Yeah, because like, at that time when you think like he's the first guy to start doing that kind of thing, so it's like yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. If you're the first to do something, it's kind of punk rock, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of Berlin, his Berlin trilogy is like my three favorite, one, some of my three favorite albums ever. You know, it's my favorite era of him, so I always wanted to go to Berlin just for that. Like, oh, see no. Some, see some Bowie shit. Oh, yeah. Some landmarks there. No, it's wild, especially, yeah, all of his moments with Iggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Berlin, Berlin's wild. I totally like, yeah, yeah I want to go. A different you've, you've inspired me. Yeah. Un- understanding. It's weird. I feel like with music, I like I definitely have phases where I'll listen to something like a crazy person, and then I can't listen to it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like um, 
like working out, so I'll do that. Like if I was just working out on my own, like I'd probably listen to like the same song over and over and over and over again. Like I do really like, actually I do sincerely like electronic music and like house and trap, but then at the same time, like there's this one band I really like um, that I would probably listen to that everyone else would hate, Show Me the Body, this hardcore band out of Brooklyn. I don't know if you've heard of them. Like no, a friend, a, a friend good. of mine, like um, actually my bandmate, like turned me on to them, oh, cool. and like they're just like, I don't know, they're just awesome. They fire me up, like you know that, like all that, all that kind of stuff. And it's not necessarily, it's not like every music, every song is like super hard, but it's just, I don't know, Something I just resonates with you. There. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. kind of like fifteen-year-old Molly's. Right, like, right, hell yeah. Mm. I mean, the, the music that like you're not gonna like sit around and listen to sometimes are often like the best music to work out like i'll work out the fucking godsmack and shit like, oh, like, yeah. like that sometimes that is good that's that's popular in like mma gyms or like wrestling like right. that exactly. that's the type of music where it's like yeah that yeah godsmack disturbed where it's like yeah, yeah. You, know you would I mean? never it's, listen to that shit otherwise no it's like a but super it's, corny and yeah. bougie, but like if you're like in the weight room and like fucking yes. godsmack comes on you're like okay yeah, there's it's, something it's about fine. context <laughs> yeah exactly know? yeah that's but what those like, songs are for i guess or like oh yeah i mean Oh yeah, I think Marilyn Manson yeah. is probably a big one to like work out. I never know how well that would go with like, like uh, climbers. I think that would be weird for some people, but I would like it. <laughs> I think it would be cool. I think it's yeah, he's got some different stuff. James Brown, I hit James Brown when I work out a lot. I love James Brown. I love Stevie Wonder. I don't fuck around, yeah, I'll throw that shit on all the time. Oh man, mm-hmm. a lot of Slayer. I can listen oh, just yeah. about any Slayer song when I'm working out, and ne- it never gets old. Metaphor, Danzig as well, all that yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, Misfits, of course. Have to. Always. Yeah. Zeppelin too. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. I usually listen to podcasts, though, when I work out now, just on that kick. Try to do mm. that, too. Just, like, talking. You know, I don't know. It helps me now. Yeah, especially, like, if you get a good motivating podcast. Yeah. You know, somebody. It's, it's different. It just depends on the mood you're in, I think, of. Feel like there's only so many times you can listen to the same like Slayer tunes. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> yeah, I've listened to them, listened to them all so many times, so many workouts. So podcasts are refreshing now. There's so many. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm like honestly, I'm like sick of music. Like at this point in my life, like I'm sick of it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's kinda why like, I feel like I venture into the underground, like kind of yeah. weird shit that's like so extreme and crazy, just because like it's like refreshing and like yeah, will like electrify your senses in a way that like other stuff won't. Yeah, no, it's, it's I, true. I, working out that's kind of sweet too. That's like, very true. Yeah, there's a band called Pool of Hell. Have you ever heard of them? No. They're like, uh, they're from they're weird. They're from like half of their bands from Philly, the other half is from uh, Baltimore. I think I feel like could be getting wrong, getting that wrong. But they're like noise industrial, but like also like grindcore death metal at the oh, same cool. time, and it's just like super chaotic and just is like just rep fires me up. So oh, I, that's as of right cool. now, that's my answer to my own question. When I my go to when I have like fifteen minutes to crush a workout and I yeah. like have to like get in the zone. Solid. Like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I check, have to them, check out. them out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like they're great. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I listen to like gameplay. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you know, I'm into Sega right now. I'm on a Sega kick. Oh. So I collect like stupid shit. Like Nintendo, like NES games, G.I. Joe's. That's like awesome. I'm weird. But I'll oh, I'll, I'll I'll listen to like two cool. guys play a game. While I'm working out. Oh wow! Yeah, they'll just be like, "Oh yeah," oh, what you know? and they're just talking about they're playing a game. And I'm like, I, I'm like, oh cool. Dude, workout time out. is your own That's time. Awesome. Yeah, it's it is. Like, yeah, it's your, it's your meditation. You yeah. Do your time right. in many ways, so it's like whatever 
speaks to you, I feel mm-hmm. like you should listen to. Yeah. You know. That's so true. I feel like that's. I feel like um, especially now it's like with this whole like month of January, because you know I'll like look around too and to see like how people are talking and stuff, and I'm just like, man, no one's gonna like. I know, like, because everybody gets so in their brain about working out, but that I feel like sometimes you forget that you're actually supposed to, like, enjoy it, and that it can be, like, that break from the day where you can, like, listen to your podcast, listen to your music, but, like, you know, your guilty pleasures, like, have, like, a moment for yourself, you know? It gets very, oh, yeah, I guess it's that line between, well, I think it's, like, kind of, like, aiming for this kind of like weird perfection that has been thrown in our faces like by society in some ways you know and then and then at the same time like you know what is just like healthy and like good for you know your like individual body because we are all very different you know different backgrounds and stuff so i forget about that that's that's important yeah i know we listen to a lot of music here too so it's like all day here in like playlists yeah and then it's like and then even working in gyms, you hear the same Alt Nation playlist for how many years straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. That killed Alt Nation for me for life. I can't ever, I can't touch um, that station in, anymore. In my gym, it was, uh, what's that shitty 90s state? Lithium. Lithium. Oh, yeah, it was Lithium and Alt Nation. Yeah, this, they have the same six Nirvana songs. On, and I think it was Lithium that had the... I um, like you guys. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine, one of my favorite bands of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, top three. They'll never change. Like, but um, Killing in the Name would come on, on Lithium, I think it was. And I'm working there, so I'm like, you know, I'm training somebody, and then I hear it come on, and it's always unedited. Yeah. So then, and it's that type of place where it's like, you know, you're gonna hear him screaming. Yeah. What, what does he say at the end? Fuck you. Fuck, Fuck you won't do it. Yeah. And then like, I hear that song come on, I'm like, eh, 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 <laughs> and I'm running into the office, changing it to Alt Nation. Yeah. Or it was closer like, by Nine Inch Nails. That was one. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without yeah. that, I was always training like a seventy-year-old lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like this is happening. I don't even think yeah. it's happening. Like, yeah, yeah, this is happening right now. Who's gonna deal with it? Because <laughs> the first time I remember it was like week yeah. two of our gym opening. Like, this is years and years ago. It came on and somebody said that exact song came on. Somebody sent an email. It was like, this is ridiculous. I think that counted thirteen times a fucking word. <laughs> and ever since then, I've been running to the office. I'm like fuck, I left lithium on. Like, oh my god! Yeah, it That's was like so in my thing. Funny. I was like, oh, better get it, better get it. That Insane. is funny with music. Like yeah. I was like picking it out because like it's also like like you're like well said, you know. Like what are the things that inspire you? Sometimes like I'll like especially like looking for music for like classes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll be like, yeah, this is great. And like, oh man, this happened with this like one song. And then I was like listening to it in my headphones, and I was like, oh my god. I was like, I can't play that. I was like, what is she saying? You know? Like I was like, I'm not quite sure if she said rape me or not. But like it's enough of a question mark that yeah. like <laughs> we're just gonna like. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that sucks. It would have been a great sprint song. Well, yeah. And sometimes I'll play like yeah, like. I don't think you, like, we have our front desk songs that, yeah. that sometimes I'll, it's like a low volume and like we're stretching at the end of my class or something and I'll hear it be on like some weird rap song and it's just like everyone's stretching so there's no one, and then you would just hear some lyrics over it and it's like, oh, for Christ's sake, it's like, what is this? <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, I never really heard the lyrics of this song until everyone in the room is now yeah, silent stretching and now it's like you just matters. hear the whole thing going through and like, fuck it. I'm this lucky now that I work at like a kind of a gym where nobody really gives a fuck. Yeah. And like I just play my playlist and like yeah. nobody even notices like swearing or whatever. No one notices like here it's, either. It's, it's like just, it's really yeah. it's really cool. But this one time I don't, you know, I'm not up on all the modern rap and everything. But we had on whatever station it was song. I guess the chorus was "Pop That Pussy." It was mm-hmm. like that kept going, and uh, you know nobody even like heard it or whatever. And I was just like walking by, like putting weights away, and this lady, she's like, her name her name's Patty. Shout out to Patty. 
It's like 55, and she like walks by me and is like, pop that pussy, pop that pussy. And she looks at me, she goes, I'm trying, man. I'm like, <laughs> just dabbed her up. I was like, all right, this this place is there good. We go. I like you Patty. guys. Yeah, yeah. Pop and Patty. Pop and Patty. She's like, I'm trying. I was like, that's why you're here, yeah, right? You know? So just keep keep it up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we definitely don't. That's one cool thing. It was like our older clients and stuff. It's always like, oh, you know, there's like that song's a little but then it's like you know what fuck it man they probably enjoy it it's like yeah. they can come so we don't like unless it's like absolutely ridiculous but no one's ever played anything that was that bad yeah. it's just like dude let it roll man like don't edit like yeah everyone's it, an adult it especially exactly it's, it's 2020 yeah. everyone's on the internet right. yeah you know yeah kids have iPhones exactly you everyone know? yeah they've, they've seen fucking everything like yeah. let it go right you know? yeah so <laughs> yeah no it's at this point it's fine <laughs> good I like it well my friends I really appreciate you guys letting me in here and doing this. Thank you so much. Any any closing remarks? Any uh, how about this? This is good. Um, What's one piece of training advice you know you like you give to that's like your general like your go-to? I feel like we all as trainers like kind of have that. And for someone that's like either because it's January, you know, getting started Mm -hmm. back into the fitness game, anything like that. Do you have uh, any last you know little words of wisdom that you'd like to share? If you like don't, to, you can just say no. I do have a thing. Let's do it. Um, don't start on Monday. Hell yeah. That's just mm. Don't try to bench on Monday either. Yeah. Boys. Don't bench on Monday because everyone else Monday. is going to. Yeah. Don't, you don't want to be that do guy in the gym. Do legs on Monday. Do That's legs on Monday. I be different. Did, that. did you do that too? <laughs> I would not do I chest. Like, I was, I was like, I'm, a tr- I'm a true bodybuilder. I'm doing squats on Monday. I did always, but I know like that's the... Yeah. I should be doing legs today because everyone else is doing chest. Right. If yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. But yeah, don't start on Monday and don't do chest on Monday. I that's really good advice. I used to split up. That's how bad of a bodybuilder I was. I used to do quads one day and hamstrings. Oh, wow, well, yeah. yeah. Isn't that better? Yeah. I would well, we've all been there. there. Yeah, it's funny, though. Hamstring funny day. But yeah, I would just, just so I, like, I didn't take a day off, you know? Yeah, like yeah. Six days a week, quads mm-hmm. Monday, you know, chest, back, shoulders, arms, hamstrings. Yeah. You know? Anything to stretch it out. Yeah, and then may, yeah, maybe some abs. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, just deadlift. Yeah, just deadlift those days. <laughs> What about you, Clea Cutthroat? Well, I mean, I feel like the one thing that I've been, like, I try to talk about a lot is just more of just, like, using that um, working out is also for mental health, too, and, like, having moments to, like, look up anxiety and stuff, just because I've seen, like, a lot of things focusing on being, like, you know, get to the gym, you know, work out now, and then they're like, I don't know why, but people stop going to the gym in February, and I'm like, yeah, because, like, no one's having a good time and they're miserable and it sucks. It's a bad party. And it's like, you know, like I'm just kind of like, well, I mean, that's, then that feels like more like, you know, working in the fitness industry, you know, exactly. like, you know, rotating people in. And, and I think, you know, we're all misfits trying to like figure this out and we use it to better ourselves. So I try to, um, as much, of course, as we are here to like strengthen our bodies and, everything superficial I do it too but I, I think trying to find that inner motivation and that light that working out gives you because I feel like that's the high that keeps you coming back you know hopefully you heard it here first oh, that was way way more <laughs> I was gonna say, meaningful than yeah we're gonna edit on don't that. bench on Mondays <laughs> <laughs> no now I'm gonna use that but I'll be like yeah don't bench on Mondays it'll be like wow, don't Molly, split your leg workout <laughs> how did you know that's what it, that's the, that's why you're a coach here, <laughs> things like that. 
awesome. Well, thanks again, guys. You know, meeting like-minded people like you, especially in the fitness world, especially in Pittsburgh. You know, yeah. it's, it's a small community, but we're strong, and it's cool to connect with you. This was a lot of fun. So, anytime we really it's want to. Awesome, man. Oh, thank you so much. You're rad. Do, just let me know. Right. No, you're rad. Thank you so thanks, much. Thanks, brother. Word. <laughs> That was fun, guys. Thanks, man. That was super fun. I didn't know you were recording until 20 minutes in.